Welcome to the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. Now, Kevin Ray. Welcome into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray, and I am your host, and I'm here with Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host. And we want to thank you all for starting out your weekend with us, and we have an exciting show lined up for you today. Um, And we're going back to the uh, series that we have uh, already done several um, in, and that is Protect Your Family, the Protect Your Family series. We're taking a break here from some of our other series and, and focusing in on something that's so vitally important and really um, something that's coming very, very soon to a healthcare store near you, and that is Obamacare, as it's uh, kindly been uh, labeled. And, you know, there's a lot of things that are misunderstood about Obamacare. There's a lot of things that people don't even know about Obamacare. So we wanted to go to the expert because that's what we do here on the Housing Hour because we're tackling all issues as it relates to communities and families. And we're trying to get the word out. And and we have developed this treasure trove of information on our website. And we're going to add to that right today. today. And I'm going to let Mark introduce our guest. And Kevin, thank you. And uh, our guest today is... The author of the book called Obamacare Survival Guide, it's been on the New York Times bestseller list. And Kevin, this is the book that every American should be reading because regardless of where you come down on this topic, this is what's going to happen January 14th, uh, 2014. It's coming, so you need to learn about it. And Nick J. Tate is the author of this and has written a fantastic book book that's easy to read. You can get through it and learn all the details of it. Nick, are you on the line with us? I am. Thanks for having me today. Well, thank you very much for coming in. And I just wanted to start out by saying, first off, this is an incredible book. I I probably read it in two days. It does not drill you on details. It gives you facts, but it doesn't burden you with all the complexities of what you think a bill like this would be. Would you agree with that? Well, thank you for saying, you know, what we try to do is provide something that's very user-friendly. This law is so complicated. There's 500 different provisions, 2,700 pages, and something like 20,000 pages of regulations promulgated so far. What we wanted to do is say, look, it's complicated stuff. I know that it is. We know that it is. But here's a way to help demystify it and make sense in a way that can kind of help you and your family and your household benefit from the provisions that are good and protect yourself from some of the things that may cost you more money if you don't know about them. And it seems like when I talk to people out there about Obamacare and this coming down the path, there's so many misconceptions about what this plan is. Is that why you wrote the book? Absolutely true. I mean, there's, if you're reading a, a lot of the news media or watching television, you really are hearing a lot of the political debate on what people think is going to happen with the law. And what we've tried to do is kind of not take sides, but go right down the middle and do an analysis of the law. It's a critical analysis, I'll acknowledge, but really tell you, here's what's coming your way that you need to know about. If you're a senior on Medicare, if you're self-employed, if you're worried about your family, if you have a pre-existing addition, you will be affected. And we tried to let people know exactly how and strip out the politics as best we could. And can you kind of just give us an overview of the plan? Because there's several pieces to this that are really fascinating to me, but give us the, just the bird's eye view of this. Well, there are some new protections for people who have had a hard time getting insurance in the past. For instance, if you have a pre-existing condition, insurance companies can no longer bar you from coverage and there are no, no annual or lifetime caps on coverage. If you're under the age of 26, maybe a, a, a kid who's young adult who's just out of college or high school, you can stay on your parents' health insurance and uh, as, as, a, as a dependent. If you're an independent contractor, small business owner with 25 or fewer employees and you provide health care for your people, your insurance, you do get a tax break. Now, on the other hand, there are some new changes that are going to affect people financially. Come January 1, everybody will have to have health insurance or pay a fine to the federal government. And a year from uh, January, so in January 2015, businesses that employ 50 or more people will have to provide health insurance for their their employers or they will pay a fine. So kind of where you are in society, what your financial situation is, what your health picture is, that will determine how the law will affect you. I would I would say that there are some pluses and there are some minuses, and I think people need to know about both of them to uh, maximize their health care dollar and do the best they can for their health. 
And they'll certainly find all the pluses and minuses in this book because you really look at all the sides. It's just incredible. Um, but the question is, what's the biggest pushback that you see from either party? Uh, what's the biggest pushback on this? I think there's concern about the economic impacts. There's no question that, that some of the goals of Obamacare are, are, are noble and worthy. And who's going to argue with the idea that people who have a pre-existing condition should be able to get health insurance? Who's going to argue with the idea that people on Medicare should be covered and taken care of? No one's going to argue with those, those sorts of provisions, those kinds of provisions. Who's going to argue with the concept that we should have high-quality care at the lowest possible cost? But the way we get there is a series of uh, carrots and sticks that some of the critics argue are going to hurt businesses, small and medium-sized businesses, are going to force people who have not had to have insurance to get in. And in the, the total cost of the program, many are saying now is not the time with the economy where it is for us to be spending all of this money that is going to affect businesses and individuals on, on health care. So that's really where, where the debate has been and where the pushback has been. And I think that's why House Republicans have voted some 40 times to repeal Obamacare, reflecting <laughs> that dissatisfaction with the law. Yeah. Hey, Nick, this is Kevin Ray, the host of the show. And um, thank you for coming on with us. I, I had a question because you just mentioned, um, you know, there's definitely um, two sides of the coin. And, and obviously, Republicans are strongly against this bill. Um, you know, and some even some Democrats were. And, you know, the attempt was there about the constitutional issue. And the fact is, the you know, it was upheld by the Supreme Court that says that it is constitutional. Um, so we have now this bill that's really kind of coming at us really quick. There's so much news going on. Some people forget that this is going to begin and, and, you know, we have to get ready for it. And that's why I know Mark sought you out because we want to get people the facts. And that's what this book really does. Um, I guess one of the things that you mentioned a moment ago about the carrots and sticks, and then also about you know, who wouldn't think that having people with pre-existing illnesses, you know, obviously we should, the right thing to do is to get them covered, but who pays for this? So, you know, is it going to be, and I know this is a big question, but, you know, this is, there's this whole theory about the Democrats. They want to, you know, they want to take money from the rich and give it to the poor, you know, and this has been the whole kind of debate about Obama's whole philosophy. Um, does, is that essentially what Obamacare does is that make big businesses pay more so that people who don't have insurance currently will have it? I think what it actually does is I think there are certainly people have made those arguments and I try, I'm trying really hard not to take sides. But what I will say, there is a redistribution of the money that is now going into health insurance mm -hmm. such that younger, healthier individuals who have often not had health insurance because they tend not to have big medical expenses. If you're in your 20s, pretty much the big medical expense you're going to have is going to be an emergency in a hospital because you've gotten into a car accident or you've had some kind of infection that you need treated. You're not going to get the cancers and the heart disease and the diabetes that cause bypass and amputations and serious complications that cost a ton of money. So what Obamacare seeks to do is take those individuals who have not paid into the health insurance market and force them to do so through the individual mandate. And that money will then cover those folks who are older and sicker, people with pre-existing conditions, seniors on Medicare who do have those higher medical costs. So in many ways, what it's doing, the model is, is almost like what we've seen with Social Security or, or Medicare, where workers and individuals pay into it when they're young, right. so that when they're older and need it, they can pull the money out of it. And that's where the critics jump in and say, wait a minute. What you're doing is you're, you're subsidizing health care on the backs of individuals who really don't derive a lot of health care services to cover those folks who are older and sicker. But I think the truth is, wherever you stand on this, the reality is, is it really is a redistribution of how that money is paid into the system. Some mm -hmm. proponents argue that that's fair. Most yeah. people need health care. They're either going to get it in the hospital, they're going to get it whether they have insurance or not because of the law. And they argue that this is fair. Critics argue that we shouldn't be forcing people who may not need this particular service to have it as a result of a, gov a government mandate. Yeah, and one of the things that I think that is important for people to understand, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this all kicks off January 1st, 2014, right? It, it does indeed. The biggest pieces of it kick in January 1st. That's okay. when insurers can no longer deny people with pre-existing conditions. That's okay. when you have to have health insurance under the mandate. But something's going to happen ahead of time, October 1st. If you don't get your health insurance from either Medicare, Medicaid, or your employer, you will be able to pick a plan on, on these open market 
healthcare exchanges that are online marketplaces that individuals can pick for themselves and their families. So it's actually coming sooner than January 1 in terms of the prep and the enrollment for these, these healthcare exchanges. And that's really just a couple months away. I have so many questions, but I, I, and I'll maybe try to ask them before we have to let you go. But one of the questions, are, and I, I read a report about um, New Yorkers and, and how, you know, New Yorkers are thrilled about Obamacare. And, and I didn't read too far into the details, but um, I don't know if you're familiar with that report, but it said that their cost is going to go down. I think it was 30%, their premiums. Um, is there any truth to that, I guess? And if that is truth to that, um, is that not a good thing? It is true. Uh, I need to qualify what was said, though. And the Obama administration held the, the numbers up in New York as an example that Obamacare works. It's right. hold costs down. In fact, what we're starting to now see on these exchanges that I just mentioned are the insurance policies that insurers are, in fact, offering. In New York, for those plans that are at the high end, the the, the the plans that will cover, I think it's 80 or 90 percent of your health insurance, the so-called silver, I'm sorry, the so-called gold and platinum plans, there is a dramatic uh, lowering of those premiums from what they are currently. So mm-hmm. it is working to drive that situation. Now, critics argue that New York's marketplace is unique, and that's not going to be the same in all states. And in fact, if you look at states like Ohio, and you believe John Boehner, premiums are going to go up. They're not actually going to go down. So depending on what st- where you are, depending on the level of coverage you want, depending on what plan you pick, and depending on what insurers are offering in your individual state, mm. your premiums are going to go up or down. It's not an across-the-board. Um, there really are going to be essentially 50 different programs in 50 different states, and that's the other real message of this book is you need to be informed. Whether you're reading this book or you're consulting other sources, you need to arm yourself with information because your situation is, is particular to you and your family. Your state may be different from the next state over, and costs will go up or down depending on what you choose and what's being offered. And some of the states um, can opt in or opt out of the uh, exchange program and the Medicaid piece uh, where it's free insurance for the mm-hmm. lower. How, how is that working? Because I think Tennessee is not going to participate in in the exchange and the other piece, because we have 10 care in the state of Tennessee, and I don't think we're going to right. touch that. So how I is that going to affect all this? You're right. In, in uh, about 33 of the states, the federal government is going to step in and run those health care exchanges because those states have elected not to do so. It's only in 17 states plus the District of Columbia, if I've gotten my numbers correct. The states are going to run their own programs. So in those states, it will be a federal program. It's probably those programs are probably going to have fewer choices than the states that run their own their own programs. But they will be up and operating. It's just a question of who's running them. You're right about Medicaid. In those states, Obamacare calls for an expansion of Medicaid that basic, basically raises raises eligibility guidelines. So people who are earning, I think it's 133 percent of the poverty line. That's about $30,000 for a typical family will qualify for Medicaid. In addition, folks who are above that level but are under about 400% of the federal poverty line, which is about $90,000 a year for family income, they will also qualify for federal subsidies that you can apply to your health insurance if you buy them on the, on the open exchanges. But mm-hmm. in many of those states that are not having their exchanges, they're not going for the Medicaid expansion. So there's some question about whether those folks will be eligible for those Medicaid, uh, those Medicaid benefits. So, again, it's really important to kind of find out where you are, what state you live in, and what's being offered. I yeah. guess we move out of state. Yeah. <laughs> right. Now, one right. of the critical pieces, Nick, and we don't have a lot of time left, and I know that you have to go, but one of the critical things that people are thinking about is well, how are the how are the fines going to work? So it's a two-part question. You know, our company, for instance, it, you know, they're going to have to – um, either offer, I think, insurance and pay for the insurance, or they're going to have to pay a penalty, basically, if they decide that they choose not to. Um, and then individuals, if they don't have insurance, they're also going to be required to have coverage, or they'll have to pay a penalty as well. And it really becomes stiff a stiff penalty in 2016, I believe. Talk a little exactly. bit about how that works in the last couple of minutes we have. Let's talk about the individuals first. If every individual in the country will have to have health insurance or pay a fine, it starts at about $285 a year beginning January 1st for a family. So that's the most that a family will pay is $285 for a fine. If you don't have insurance as an individual, that goes up to about $2,000 in 2016 per wow. family. 
If you're a company that has 50 or more employees beginning in January of 2015, you must provide health insurance to your workers or you will pay a $2,000 per employee fine to the federal government. <laughs> now, let me say two things about this. Um, health insurance is a lot more expensive than those two fine levels. And the concern is that many people, millions of people and many companies may decide that they're just going to simply pay the fine and not purchase the insurance for themselves or their employees. And the question at this point in time is what's the IRS going to do about it? Right. What's HHS going to do? Are they going to, are they going to garnish wages? Are they going to uh, come after people? We just don't know. Mm. The enforcement piece of this for both businesses and individuals is in question because there isn't, uh, uh, we don't know how much money Congress is going to authorize for them to actually enforce the law. So at this point, our best, the best thing that I can say is we just need to pay attention because we don't know how those enforcement procedures are going to be carried out. Carried out. The good news for businesses that have 50 or more people is the, the 2015 kick-in on that, that penalty was delayed from January 1st of 2014. The original plan was going to require yeah. businesses to have to do it in January. And the administration said, we're going to give businesses with 50 or more people another year kind of figure out what they're going to sure. do, how they're going to proceed. I think that they did that because they, the administration doesn't quite have its yeah. back together yet either in terms of enforcement and some of these other we're co- yeah. that we're talking about. We're coming up on a hard break here. Obamacare Survival Guide. Um, Nick Tate ha- has been our guest. Um, go find it on Amazon. You can Google it. You can find it out there on the web. Um, we want to thank you very much for coming in. And man, it's been tremendously helpful. And we'd love to have you back in the future if that's okay with you. I'd love to do it. All right. Thanks so much. Nick Tate, Obamacare Survival Guide. We'll be right back. Right. Where is this going to come from? There's no way. How am I going to pay my mortgage? First, I'd lose my job. And now, I'm about to lose my house. What happened to the American dream? There's got to be something I can do. There is. Keep My Tennessee Home has U.S. funds for struggling Tennessee homeowners. Visit Keep My Tennessee Home at keepmytnhome.org and see if you qualify today. Hi, I'm Sue Benson, owner of Title Associates. In today's real estate market, it is more important than ever to have a title company with experience, a company you can trust, and one that conducts business with you in mind. If you're buying, selling, or refinancing, our staff promises to make your closing a pleasant one. If you're a real estate agent looking for excellent customer service, give us a call, 777-1040, or visit our website at tanox.com. Home ownership matters, and Mortgage Investors Group wants to help you with all your home financing needs. Whether it's a purchase or a refinance, our federally licensed loan officers are ready to help you sort through all the mortgage loan options. So call us today, 800-489-8910, or visit us online at mortgageinvestorsgroup.com. Mortgage Investors Group, your home loan solution for the past 23 years. Tennessee Mortgage License Number 109111. Hi. I'm Brantley Rivers with Acme Block and Brick. Is your backyard ready for the warm weather? The flowers are blooming, the beds are mulched, and the shrubs are trimmed. But is there something missing that you just can't seem to put your finger on? Well, at Acme Block and Brick, our family-owned business has been helping families just like yours since 1942 get the full potential out of their yards by using our hardscape design. We carry high-quality brick and stone products such as Pine Hall, Belden, and Belgard products. And Acme Block and Brick has the professional staff that has the experience to take your backyard and turn it into the outdoor living space of your dreams. Our helpful staff will also listen to your concerns, work with your budget, and provide the right ideas that will enhance your yard's full potential. So come visit one of our three locations in Kingston, Crossville, and Alcoa or check us out online at acmeblockandbrick.com. Enhance your curb appeal and see what a little stone can do for you. See what a little stone can do. Acme Block and Brick. Hey, I'm Kevin Ray, host of the Housing Hour. 
Please join me and my co-host Mark Griffith every Saturday from 8 to 9 as we bring you the latest news from the housing market. And be sure to check out our website, thehousinghour.com, for great resources on housing-related issues and links to our archived shows. So join me, Kevin Ray, and Mark Griffith each week as we tackle issues of home ownership. The Housing Hour is a locally produced show presented by Mortgage Investors Group. The Housing Hour, Saturdays from 8 to 9, right here on WOKI. It's a fact. You can make thousands of dollars flipping houses. Discover the secret house flipping formula from Dave and Pete, the stars of A&E's number one hit show, Flipping Boston, for free. Hi, it's Pete and Dave. We're giving you our flipping formula for free. It's what we use to find the right house, flip it fast, and get paid. It's time to stop just talking about flipping houses and start doing it. Now is one of the best times in history. USA Today reported that you can make thousands of dollars in profit flipping houses. In New York City, the average profit was over a hundred. 118 grand. Omaha, it's over 71,000 bucks. Lake Havasu, Arizona, the profit per flip was $87,000. And we're going to show you how we do it for free. Stop dreaming. The houses are there. The opportunity will never be better. And for a limited time, the flipping formula is free. Call now, 800-322-1859 for your free flipping formula strategy guide DVDs. Just pay processing. That's 800-322-1859. 800-322-1859. Monday morning on the Triple H Morning Show, County Mayor Tim Burchett in studio talking about the local impact of Obamacare, a can't-miss interview. Plus, the immigration bill may have a Senate majority, thanks to Senator Corker. Details Monday. Now go enjoy your weekend. We put the saddle of truth on the stallion of talk starting at 5.30 Monday. The Halloran Hilton Hill Morning Show. Talk it up. News Talk 98.7 WOKI. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Every day I'm shuffling. Welcome back in to the Housing Hour. We are continuing on with our Protect Your Family series. I'm here with our executive producer and co-host, Mark Griffith. And uh, before we do move on back into our um, segment here, and, and wow, what a great segment we had with Nick. That was tremendous. Um, we do want to tell you guys about a company uh, in Admiral Title that uh, both Mark and I feel strongly about, and that is Admiral Title. They do the real estate closings. Um, they'll take care of uh, holding your hand. If you need to have every single document explained uh, at your closing, they will do that. They just make you feel comfortable. They're professionals. They're really the experts when it comes to closings, and they do a fantastic job, and they have done a great job for a long time now, almost, well, eight years, eight-plus years, and and they do this um, in a way that really um, encompasses some of the same rich traditions and um, things that we implemented in our company. Uh, see, Phyllis, the owner of Admiral Title, worked at Mortgage Investors Group for 15-plus years, treating the customer very kindly and exceeding expectations and doing whatever it takes to get the job done. Those are some of the principles. Those are some of the traits that, that in, were instilled in Phyllis and the things that she took with her to Admiral Title. Give them an opportunity. I think that you'll really enjoy working with them. If you're a realtor or a, a lender out there, give them an opportunity to really help you and your and grow your business. Now, if you're just listening, a, a borrower, customer, somebody trying to buy a house, you can go directly to them. You don't have to necessarily um, have a loan to go through Admiral Title. You might be paying cash for the home. So you can talk to them as well. And they also have a, a real estate um, attorney as well. They have a, a Adams Law Firm, which he does a lot of other things as well, not just real estate. So you can also go to them for that as well. Admiral Title, 865-531-6060. So um, we're back in here um, in the housing hour, and we're talking about Obamacare. Um, and it's actually the Affordable Care Act, I think, is what it's really <laughs> called. But Obamacare is what everybody knows it by. And we had Nick Tate, who um, is the author of um, the book Obamacare, the Survival Guide. It went, reached number 21 on the most sold books on Amazon just last year. Um, it was the New York bestseller list. He was really well-spoken. He knew his facts. And Mark, the book really reads well, does it not? Well, it's easy to understand. So it's not complicated. It's not uh, full of facts and figures and tables and graphs. It's not like that. It's really just plain talk. Mm -hmm. This is what it's 
what's coming and this is what you can get out of it and this is what someone else is going to get out of it and this is what you're going to have to pay. Mm-hmm. So those are important aspects of it. And you, everyone needs to know how they're going to be affected because every single person, and I didn't realize this before I read this book, every single person in America is affected by it is affected by it. Mm-hmm. So you need to understand where you come down on this. And why why do why didn't people I mean, you know, you look at this and and I think that I think that we're on the uh, brink of a really smart idea, honestly, with the whole Obamacare thing. I'm not saying that it's a great bill as it stands. I I, I don't want to take sides with that. But one of the things we were talking about off air was, you know, you take your child to the doctor <clears throat> And, you know, maybe they've just got a cold or something, but because, you know, you, you know, you're kind of been taught, you got to take your kid to the doctor, got to take your kid to the doctor. So they go in there, they look at them, you know, I've done this a hundred times with Olivia and Patrick, it just happens. And, you know, you're out the door. Yeah. You only have to pay $30, but you know, they're charging back to the insurance company, what, three, $400 right? for, for really a, a 30 minute, not even 30 minutes, five minutes of the doctor's time. Well, and this is part of the healthcare problem. Yeah. Okay. So, and, and every company has addressed it with their employees and I'm serious. Hmm. You, it, maybe you've ignored the email. Hmm. Maybe you haven't gone you to the meetings. To me? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> now, Kevin, listen up. Uh, but uh, everybody has had these discussions. You don't use your insurance to go to the emergency room and pay your hundred dollar deductible. You know, if you don't have to. So everybody's talked about it because you, you try to don't have insurance. No, <laughs> well, everybody's got that has ins- 87% of the people out there, right. Have the, what's considered the Cadillac insurance uh, plan through their employer. Mm-hmm. So explain what that means. That means that if your employer uh, cost per person is uh, over $10,000 in cost per employee mm-hmm. it's considered through this act a, a cadillac plan yeah and th- and that's going to be most most companies i'm just going to tell you that's most and Our i company, think i no think doubt. it's over 80 percent of the people in the country right now have that type of plan 80 percent. yeah it's okay. the other folks that do not have any type of health care or something less than that mm-hmm. or can't get it because of pre-existing condition so the, the the premise here is that these folks with the cadillac plan you and i we everybody that works in a corporation has this wonderful plan but the Obama administration has, uh, or the act, I guess you could say, has said that this has been overused. Mm-hmm. And that's part of driving up the health care costs because we take our kids into sniffles. Mm-hmm. I've been guilty of that. They start to act a little bit funny. You take them down to the doctor and you pay your small. Well, even the them. school encourages that, actually. Well, they do. They want, to, they, I mean, they want you to go to the doctor. I mean, that's what they encourage you to do. If your child is sick, they say, take them to the doctor, bring in a note, and then it will be an unexcused absence. But, so it's 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 kind of, you know, it's, it's pervasive, the, the whole idea. And if it. you have health insurance, you want to use it, why not? So I never could understand that. But I do understand that that drives up the, the health care bill in the country. So what this act does is there is going to be a penalty hmm. to employers. And How much? Like 40%. 20, well, 2000 I think, was the minimum, he said. Right? That's if you choose not no, to. No, that's right. That's the penalty. That's yeah, a penalty right. if you drop your insurance program through the company and make your employees go to the exchange okay. to buy their insurance. Mm-hmm. It's their only. But if they keep the policy, which, you know, if they do, then there's going to be a tax to it because of the overuse. But, but I didn't hear him talk about that. We didn't ask him about that. <laughs> Are you sure about that? Yes. 40, 40%? Yeah, it's a, it's about forty percent. Will we have better coverage? It's going to be the same coverage, but but why is it more expensive? It's going to be. It's is going this to be the a, robbing Peter to pay Paul? I think this is where some of the funding's coming from. So for this the, is the, the redistribution. Care. What they're talking about exactly? Because we're not a. I mean, we have two hundred and seventy employees or whatever. You know, we are not a small business. Certainly, I guess we're a mid sized business. I don't know how we would be defined. So we'll feel the brunt of some of this, I suppose. Yeah, it's going to increase. It's going to increase yeah. some of the cost. Now, would it would it be smart? And I'm not talking about MIG, but let's say another company like MIG or somebody similar may not be in even in our industry. But might it make sense for them to take the two thousand dollar fine and then say, "Hey, uh, Mister, Mrs. Employee, we're not going to do insurance anymore because of this. Now we are going to give you X amount." So that you can, we're going to increase your salary, whatever, by whatever amount so that they are in the game, MIG or whoever is in the game as they have normally been, but it's kind of redistributing, 
kind of what their pay pay is for you. Well, and you know, they're going to be searching out that level where they're not paying as much mm-hmm. in tax and still giving the employee the benefit of a health plan through the exchange. Right. The problem with that, and I think corporate America is going to look at is saying we're not competitive anymore for the, uh, for that top employee mm-hmm. because they're still going to want that Cadillac plan. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where we just got to evolve to see where this stuff comes down, which is the best way to go. I'm not in those uh, planning sessions. I'm not in the head of, for example, Chrissy Ray, who's the president of, a mortgage investors group, what she has to do mm-hmm. um, in order to make a good business decision for the company. But that's where it's coming. So right. they got to, they're going to be looking at that and weighing both, both of those. Uh, yeah. Because benefits. if the increase, if it's 10,000 and you're raising that 40% to 14,000, certainly that's something that, that companies like ours could, you know, roll into the cost, you know, but there's going to have to be, you know, it's like everything. I mean, if, if things are more expensive for corporations, they're going to figure out where else to increase their revenue. And right? eventually, that's right. And eventually the act has um, all corporate America being able to participate in these exchange policy groups somewhere down the road. I think 2018, 2020, around that period of time, um, employers oh. will be able to go into the exchange pool mm. and purchase policies for their something that was going to be immediate. It's not. And I, and I, and I'll tell you why, cause I've, I've got the quote here on page 94 of the Obamacare survival guide. Mm-hmm. All right. So it says there's good reason to keep biz, big businesses out of the exchange during the initial phase in period. They tend to have a relatively large share of older, less healthy employees enrolled in their insurance plans. <laughs> <laughs> what is that so cracked funny? me up. I, they're older and less healthy. Yeah. Well, Not mortgage investors. Idea. Yeah, mortgage investors group has taken a step to get their employees healthy, and there also is incentives. Oh, okay. For uh, in the act to to have people get their employees healthy. Mm -hmm. So I think that we're going to see that more and more in the future. Yeah. Let me ask you this question, because if you look at what Obamacare, you know, everybody talked about whether the mandate was constitutional, you can't mandate somebody to do something as it relates to health insurance. But you know, the Supreme court said, well, we can, you can be taxed. This is basically what they said. So they, you know, five to four, John Roberts, the Supreme court, Supreme of all Supreme hit, you know, he had, was the deciding vote, which was George Bush's big sign on. So, I mean, John Roberts, you know, said, Hey, this is constitutional because we can, Americans can be taxed. The government can tax Americans. Therefore it's constitutional. The mandate. So basically he spun it the way that the, now the Democrats say, no, it's not a tax. That's what Obama's um, solicitor general was sitting right there saying, but John Roberts made it so that, that it would pass. Um, so I guess the thing that people all out there are worried about, and, and I'm included in this, is, and maybe I'm not because I'm in a company that offers insurance, but those people who are not going to um, be in a company that offers that, they're going to either have to go into the exchange and purchase the insurance. They will. Or they're going to have to pay the penalty. Correct. Which $280, he said, was the average that would be... Based on your income. Uh, based on your income. Would that be the high end or the medium? End? That's the low end. The low end. Okay. So if you're making twenty two, twenty five thousand, 25000 yeah, or, or less, then likely that would be it. Now, however, you can also apply for the um Everybody's going to be able... Uh, the tax. Uh, yes. For the subsidies will be available and, and the exchange system is going to point you. So it's not like you have to know this going in. The exchange be like an intuit thing. When you go to apply in the exchange, they're responsible for telling you what you're eligible for. So oh. they can't hold it back from you to sell you a nice fancy 90% policy. Okay. Now can we can people who do have the insurance offered in their companies, whether that be Bechtel or MIG or Y12 or whoever, can they opt out and say, "You know what? I don't Individuals? Yes. No. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. (laughs) It wasn't in the book. Okay. Well, then, you know, we're going to continue this conversation um, after we get back from this break. And we're going to kind of break down, I think, some of the 
some of the things that you need to know that are most important, that meaning the things that are coming up the quickest. You know, October 1st is the open enrollment, I believe, for Obamacare. Um, and so there are several dates that we'll try to pin down for you because I think it's important that you guys have these on your calendar. This has come up quite quickly. Absolutely. And and it's going to need to be dealt with because everybody out there that, that has insurance, or if you don't have insurance, you're going to have to get on the stick and get yourself some insurance. We'll be right back after these messages. Market realities in the housing market are making this a great time to buy. Home prices are right. Rates are rock bottom low. It's time to act. But you need a company primed to help you take advantage of the great opportunity. That company, Mortgage Investors Group. Refinancing. First, let's talk about that. What if you could take your 30-year mortgage and turn it into a 15? You could save hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mortgage Investors Group can get it done with payments close to your 30. That way, your house can be paid off before the kids finish high school. If you're a first-time homebuyer, you're going to love Mortgage Investors Group. They have programs where you don't have to make a huge down payment, plus their information is accurate and reliable, and they get their deals done in 30 days or less. Best in the state for 10 years running. Go to their great new website, MIGonline.com, and find one of the 18 locations closest to you. The opportunities are real. The American dream is within reach. Let's get started. Mortgage Investors Group, your home loan solution for the past 23 years. Equal housing lender, mortgage license 109111. Buying a home makes a lot of sense. Even though home values are increasing, rates are still at an all-time low. Mortgage Investors Group is ready to help you take advantage of these dynamic market conditions. With 18 Tennessee locations, MIG has dedicated itself to taking a caring approach to all your home mortgage needs. So call us today, 800-489-8910, or visit us at MIGonline.com. Mortgage Investors Group, your home loan solutions for the past 23 years. Tennessee Mortgage License Number 109111. MIG is an equal housing lender. Hi, I'm Sue Benson, owner of Title Associates. In today's real estate market, it is more important than ever to have a title company with experience, a company you can trust, and one that conducts business with you in mind. If you're buying, selling, or refinancing, our staff promises to make your closing a pleasant one. If you're a real estate agent looking for excellent customer service, give us a call, 777-1040, or visit our website at tanox.com. Dear, we gotta clean up the yard. We need a place for the lawnmower and yard equipment. Hello, backyard creations? Can I order a custom storage building? And what about these car parts and this old car of yours? Oh, can I also get one of your 595 carports? And it sure would be nice to have a place to sit and relax. Can you build me a gazebo, too? Backyard Creations. They'll build just about anything you need. Top quality materials, long-lasting results. Visit online at bycnoxville.com or call 938-9300. Backyard Creations, serving the Knoxville area since 1995. Are you in the market to purchase a new home? Many first-time homebuyers and veterans qualify for 2 or 4% down payment grants from the Tennessee Housing Development Agency. THDA offers 30-year fixed-rate mortgages insured by FHA, VA, USDA, or conventional loans. For more information, please visit our website at www.thda.org. Hey everyone, this is Kevin Ray with the Housing Hour, and we want you guys to call Josh White at Home Harvest. Josh can build a vegetable garden in your backyard any size that you want, and that's what he does. He can help design a plan for you in your garden. Call Josh today at Home Harvest, and that's at 865-712-2745. Home Harvest, 865-712-2745. Summer sunshine for Saturday with a high of 88. Isolated thunderstorms back in your forecast for Sunday with a high of 87. From the VLT Local Lake Weather Center, this is meteorologist Scott Blaylock. Why wait? Get caught up on the day's biggest news plus sports, weather, and other music. Running her hands through my pro, bouncing on 24. Right, we had the mayor of Knox County rapping on our radio station. The News Talk 98.7 Evening News. Another first. Every weekday at 6. WOKI. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into The Housing Hour. You know what? I love that song. That is probably one of the best songs in 20 years. I'm not kidding you. It's What an amazing story, too. What's the name of it, Landon? 
thrift shop. It's a great song. It's a great story. This guy doesn't have an actual label. He doesn't have a big label. He's he's like independent. Go out there and look for it. I don't know why I got into talking about that, but I love that song. Macklemore is the name of the gentleman. And I love the guy with the pink um, suit that sings. He's fantastic. You'll have to look him up. So we're back in here to the housing hour. And before we get back into talking about Obamacare, the survival guide, um, we do want to tell you guys about a company that we believe very strongly in that we want to encourage you guys to participate with. And that is Knox Holmes Magazine. Knox Holmes Magazine offers a little Reader's Digest magazine with color pictures of the homes that you want to see that are for sale in this area. Um, they do a great job really just putting together a really nice magazine, and it really gives you a bird's eye view of what's available out there in the marketplace. Um, it's also free. What is better than that? Anywhere that you find a Knoxville News Sentinel, they've teamed up with a Sentinel for delivery, and you can find one of those little catalogs anywhere that you find it. But also, if you're a realtor, a lender, somebody out there that wants to advertise in this magazine, it has a really great reach, and, it, and it's really a good way to get your name out there. And you can contact Joey or Jim Hackworth, and you can go to their website, thenoxhomes.com, and you can find out more about um, how you can advertise with them. And you can also uh, search homes. They've got a nice little website that you can navigate around with and get their contact information, thenoxhomes.com. So we're back here into the housing hour, and we are continuing with the Protect Your Family um, theme and series. And um, Protect Your Family, this is exactly what this series is all about. Because families out there, there's millions and millions of families in the United States. You know, you've got options, but you need to know what those options are. You've, you need to start getting prepared because this is just right around the corner and you need to think about what you're going to do. If you have an employer who has 50 employees or more, um, that's not going to kick in until 2015, January 1st, 2015. Um, so Mark, what are they going to do? Like for instance, the 2015ers like us, is it just going to be, um, pretty much status quo up until then is nothing's changing or how is that going to work? Well, I don't think we're going to see any particular change. No, the regular employees right. not. Okay. Now, when does the tax and all that kick in? 2015? For I, I think that's that's correct. I think it's okay. going to be 2015. Okay. Because the question is for most people, do if they do have a job with an employer of 50 or more, do they need to even do anything? Because I think Nick mentioned um, on an interview that I listened to that even if you do have an employer – that has 50 or more employees, um, like Cumulus or whatever, um, you know, you still should look at some different things. And I, I, maybe I was mistaken. You, you really don't need to do anything then if you have 50 or more? Um, you know, and I was, want to point out, January 2018 uh -huh. is when they look at the tax on the catalog. Cadillac plans to 40%. That's when oh. that occurs, 2018. Oh, okay. Now, they are going to have to um, either offer, make sure that they're offering it, or if they're not offering it, then they're going to have to pay the the fine. Correct. So, I mean, there's lots of companies out there that just don't offer insurance that are 50 or more right now. Right. I mean, they're all over the place. I don't know if Cumulus is one of them, but I mean, there's tons and tons of companies out there that are bigger than us, the same size as us, that say, hey, we're going to give you a competitive salary, but we're not going to offer you insurance. We're, we're not. We give you a competitive salary and we offer you insurance, but it just depends on you know, the philosophy of the company and management. And, and, you know, Kevin, the thing that I'm not real clear on is since Tennessee is not going to participate in the exchange program and the, since the Supreme court upheld the fact that they do not have to participate in the Medicaid piece or change, Tennessee will keep their 10 care program intact as is in their mm -hmm. Medicaid. Okay. That's the Medicaid piece of it. So I don't know what's going to happen to those folks that, have no insurance that falls under that if they will go to the federal uh, Medicaid program, if there will be one. So that's really a piece that I'm not quite familiar with right now. So <laughs> is there going to be options for them? Nick kind of addressed that in the first segment. It's going to be, we're going to have to wait and kind of see. Yeah. And what about veterans? Um, are they affected by this as well? Everybody's going to be the same. I mean, okay. unless they have a, a federal, if they're on a federal program, then the federal, you know, for example, um, uh, President Obama right now will stay on his federal program, and that's better than any of these programs. Trust me, so they're he gets better. To opt out? 
No, he's he, he why would he? Uh-huh. Uh, every federal employee is going to have their plans going to stay intact and it's not going to be the same. Mm-hmm. He's uh, Nick's got a great chart in here to shows what the federal uh, health plan pays for employees. And it's, you know, much better than the best plan under this act. Now, um, you wanted to give a website out and I do as well. Um, it's healthcare.gov is where I, where I am. And I, I'm just kind of going through the, the steps and, and I was doing that off air. Um, it's a great, it's actually pretty user-friendly. I'm sure they hired this out with somebody, but basically what it gives you is it allows you to put in your information that the question, the very first question is the either two, one of two buckets. I have health insurance and my employer offers it. Or the other one is I do not have health insurance. So in my, my employer does not offer it. So you you pick which one that you are, and then it just starts asking you questions. It's dynamic in, the, in that sense so that mm-hmm. the question you answer, the next question then, oh, okay, well, then this is the route you go. It may end up telling me in a minute, sorry, Jack, you're out of luck, which it should right. if you're right. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I mean, it will. So so that's what it's going to end up saying. But what was the website you wanted to give out Well, as well? Nick uh, Tate has um, – he, he is the editor of news um, – it's called Newsmax dot com that's n-e-w-s-m-a-x dot com if you go on that website you can sign up for some of their uh email alerts and they're going to give you updates on all the health care industry stuff that's coming through including uh, obamacare so they're the great updates there but also there's another one called surviving obamacare.com surviving obamacare.com which is very interactive just like the one that you discussed you can get all the information there as well and i think that nick does a really good job in making his information very clear because the fact is the bill is i I think i read somewhere where if somebody started reading the bill it would take um literally two weeks to read the entire bill i think is what i heard um, and I think I heard Dave Folk say that maybe, or something. I don't know who it was, but somebody, and that, I mean, in my mind, there's somebody like Nick, that book, you just hold it up real yeah. quick. The book is what an inch and a half thick, maybe yeah. at the most. I mean, and so it, it, it 220 pages. Yeah. And like you were saying a moment ago, when you were opening it up, it, you know, and talking to Nick, it's, it's not filled uh, full of complex arguments and debate. No. It's, it's straightforward. It's plain talk. It's it straight talk. Took me like two nights to read. Yeah, I just and I, that's not a whole night. I, it was like a couple hours one night and a couple hours the next night, and this was done. And that it's that Did easy you read, to read. Like, every other word. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, he just lays it out in in very big block right. lettering right. <laughs> so for me to see. Uh, but With it was arrows it, and all. Well, he does. He does a lot of arrows, little side notes, little facts, and and mm-hmm. it's information that you just really got to go through and find out where you are um you know socially economically situated right that's how it's going to impact you you know we have a lot of people that are in our listening audience i think that may have a situation where they're going to need to buy out of the exchange and go to the marketplace um do you know what they're going to find when they get there october in the exchange right october 1st is when the plan and cost information becomes available yeah so yeah. up until then, all we can do is theorize and debate. Well, this right. is what I found. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's going to be four plans in the exchange. Okay. And, and basically their coverage is that, you know, the, the lowest. Well, mm-hmm. the Cadillac is 90%, mm-hmm. pays 90%, you pay 10 and then it goes down from there, 80, 70, 60. Mm-hmm. So the lowest plan only pays 60%. So what really is going to be incumbent upon the person looking is looking at the plan that fits you and your cost. And I think I saw in Massachusetts uh, their plan, uh, something similar to my age of 50. Um, I think it was like $500 to $600 a month as non-tobacco user. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's fair. You know, it's not going to be super cheap. So what's cheap. John Boehner going to do? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Well, the, but these plans, what you have to do is you have to go in with a certain amount of knowledge. Right. And you have to understand what these plans are because all these plans are going to be, like I said, those percentages, 90, 80, 70, 60 plans. Wait. But each one are going to have different things that it does and covers. So you've right. got to be, be diligent in what you're specifically looking for for your family. 
family. Right. As an example, if you need prenatal care, I mean, that's a, a primary example. Well, I'm that's sure covered that's under the essentials. So there's a list okay. of essential benefits that this pl- all these plans are going to cover. Everything's covered on that. Let me tell you something. Yeah. How much time do we have left, Landon? We, okay, we have four minutes left. Not too long ago, Pam and I, we, you know, we had had one child and we were thinking about having another. So we decided to try to go outside of our company plan. We were just <laughs> shopping around, right? So the guy, he was so excited about it. And I met him in a BNI group. He's a good guy. And he gave me some information and we, we met with him at, at Starbucks, I think. And gave, he was like, here, this is incredible. It's going to save you this amount. Wow. You know, and we got it down to the end. He said, the only thing is you guys, it does not cover having babies. <laughs> <laughs> so all I'm saying that the is baby writer, all I'm saying is, is that you had to be very, like you said, diligent and say, Hey, that's an essential. So that's probably not a good but, one. But there's other things. There's other things that you're going to be looking for. Um, you know, whether it's like maybe MRIs, those types of things that you may need. Maybe you got a young yeah, family that I mean, does a lot of, lot the of Cadillac plan is 90%, right? Right. Okay. So if the gold okay. plan, so if you, if you in the got, exchange. okay, what's, what's 10% of $10,000. That's a lot. Right. I mean, you know, you're still talking about a lot of money. I thought that, all the people who hate the Clintons and all of that, they said this is universal health care and this isn't going to cost you any money. What happened to that plan? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, where's the mis where is the misconception? Everybody said, Well, no, this is this is us trying to be a European country and you you know, people think that this is going to be free. This is not free. Nothing no, is it's, free. It's it's gonna be expensive. And I think that's the biggest piece that everybody's it's terrified expensive of. Now. It well, it, of course, the backdoor emergency room health plan that the 37 million that do not have mm-hmm. health insurance, that's what is that this how bu- many there is? 37 million is the estimate right now that do not have health insurance coverage. If you get sick or you break a limb, where are you going to go? Mm. You're not going to grandma to have her set the break. You're going to the <laughs> emergency room, right? And that's and who's paying for that's that? a backdoor insurance Me and policy. You were paying for it's that. a backdoor insurance policy, and that's kind of been and now we're telling them they have to have insurance, right? Um, but they might say, well, or maybe there's, they're going to say, well, I don't, that's fine. Whatever. I don't file taxes anyway. <laughs> 37 million people are going to be purchasing policies or paying a tax into How many it. Of those people pay? don't file taxes though. That's the question. How are you going to reap the well, reward? Of the, the, the penalty penalties? comes through the, the, you know, 1099s, that type of, uh, I mean, through the tax returns. So you're right. If they're I, not filing. Yeah. And I think he made them, he mentioned that the enforcement of this is still kind of being worked out because there's a lot to it. There's a lot of, there's a lot of enforcement in this plan that is going to basically create another huge institution to cover this. And and then he also talked about the Medicare changes and, and and there's been big cuts, the out of reach. He didn't talk about this on this interview, but it was another one, but this panel, basically this, this group that's going to be giving recommendations on cuts to Medicare. And this is that whole, that myth or that legend about the death panels. Right. So, I mean, I don't, I mean, I'm not saying there's death panels, but there's not, there's going to be a group that's out of reach of the white house and Congress that are going to make recommendations on where to cut Medicare. And, and that's ongoing. And, you know, the, there's going to be a lot of lot of discussion on this. And I'm not an expert. I'm just John Q. Public, just like you are, that's mm-hmm. read a book that says this is how it's going to affect me. Right. What I recommend everybody is going to our website, thehousinghour.com. I'm going to put a li- link to Amazon or news. I think it's I think the book's pretty cheap if we if I give the uh, website to Nick mm-hmm. and uh, get this book and read it. Absolutely. And you know, I didn't plug all of our different outlets. It's thehousinghour.com, treasure trove of information, facebook.com slash thehousinghour, and also Twitter at thehousinghour as well. If you'd like to follow us on Pinterest, you can do so by going to migonline.com and clicking on Pinterest right up at the top. Um, we, we have a housing hour um, board. We don't have an actual account. So um, please go there and like us and do all of that and interact with us. If you have questions, you need answers on this, go to our website, call us, and we'll get you the answers that you need because that's what we do. And that's why we're, we are continuing with this series. Thank you guys for joining us. We will see you next time right here on The Housing Hour. That's the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and the why not. You need to know, so come here to find out. This program is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.